Welcome back to the Decleated Podcast. I'm joined here once again by my co-host Eddie, and today we're talking about relationships. We have two new people in the building as our, I guess, our guests in this in the show. We've got I'm joined here by Nia from the women's basketball team, and Nora, I guess, just a, a regular student here at the University of Washington. <laughs> and we 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 wanted we, we no we wanted to bring her in because I think with this episode being about relationships, we wanted to provide perspective. And I think for our audience, providing a lot of perspective from different standpoints is important. And therefore, me speaking as an athlete, uh, dating, uh, having dated a, a non-athlete, also dating an athlete, also Eddie dating a non-athlete, Nia's dating an athlete, and Nora, a regular student who's dated an athlete. I think it provides a lot of insight, and we wanted to kind of do that with this episode. Uh, I think the first thing that we wanted to talk about is uh, the stigma that's like around dating athletes. And uh, if I could, you know put the ball in your guys' court, obviously, and uh, just what are the type of things that you get when, like, you're trying to find someone to date, you know? Um, I would say, like, making time for people is, like, extremely hard, and most non-athletes, um, they don't understand the amount of time that comes with the consumption of your sport, so I would say that. And did you want to add anything onto the back of that, Nora? Kind of the stigma around dating athletes. I think it's just about athletes being, like, very serious about their sport. So they're, like, really not looking for anything, like, like committing to anything, like, relationship-wise, serious, because they feel like it's going to take a lot of their time that they don't have, which, like, goes mostly for, like, to their focus in their sport. So, yeah, I think that's, like, the biggest, like, no, it's, it's really interesting how like you kind of explain as sport taking up a lot of our lives in previous episodes Eddie and I keep going backwards and forth about how sport takes up three quarters of our life you know it's three quarters sport and then one quarter everything else and that everything else is social academic relationships yeah. family and all of that and, it, and it, it becomes very conflicting so then I guess Nia off the back of what you said about you know the reason why you date athletes is because they can understand the time that goes into your sport and understand that they're busy and you're busy what do you think the stigma is that kind of draws you away from dating non-athletic people? Um, I would say like still the time thing. Um, and I don't know, like for me, I think that I'm looking for someone who has like the same mindset as me. So I think that when you're in your sport, like you're super committed, like you have discipline already, like you have, I don't know, like a lot of time management already down. And I'm not sure if, like, I, I don't want to say that, like, non-athletes are not that way, but, like, it's so ingrained in us as athletes because we've been doing it for so long that that's just, like, the type of people that we are, mm -hmm. I think, at that state. That's what I would say. Is it that certainty that you're looking for, then, when you are when you know you're going for an athlete? Would you say, do you, as, as, a, as a regular person, sorry, a non-athlete, my bad, uh, Nora, would you say, as a non-athlete, you, you lack those skills a bit of being able to juggle multiple things or do you think it's just it goes unnoticed as an athlete we, we overlook that kind of side of it I feel like I am like so busy because I am doing pre-med and you know that's all I want to do but to be like a good pre-med student or like get good grades or get internships or like try to get into like a good medical like school whatever I have to do a lot of things and so like I have to work and I have to study and I have to get good grades and that takes like a lot of my time you know I'm like so busy all the time but I feel like I still like make time for like you know seeing like you know social or like seeing my friends or seeing I guess my boyfriend or you know 
So I don't think I'm like free. I think I still have like a lot of commitment for like mm -hmm. my, you know, degree. So. And Eddie, I guess. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No. Were you gonna? Um, Eddie, are you like I said, you're also dating a non-athlete. Do you notice that your girl is is busy in a similar kind of sense to Nora as well? I or? think. I think you know you guys both brought up like great points. Like first of all, like the the lifestyle of a student athlete is just so first of all, rigorous and time-consuming, but also inconsistent to an extent to where, like, we don't really know, like, exactly when we're free. So, like, for us to date an athlete, it just, it's easier because they can understand that, like, everything's changing all the time. And, like, there's going to be seasons where I really just don't want to see you right now because I got to, like, sleep, I got to practice, and, like, I also got class. So I always felt like, you know, if I were to date like a non-athlete, that person would have to have her her own like her own like struggle, her own business and stuff. So like, she can one, you know, also have like that mindset of like mm -hmm. I'm trying to be great, but also she understands that she's gonna I'm gonna be busy and she's gonna be busy. I can understand that as well. So I think uh, like those type of things help me at least, you know, in terms of like relationships. I guess kind of being able to empathize from both kind of standpoints, um, kind of I guess a general sense that I'm kind of getting the idea of is sometimes I feel like we do occasionally overlook the business of, of a non-athletic person. And as Nora kind of enlightened us too, is they are busy and Eddie enlightened us to his girl's busyness as well. And I think sometimes, like we said, we overlook it and perhaps we miss it because it's a different kind of business to ours. We, in our lives, we have that uncertainty of, you know, when our training session is, it could suddenly change from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. That pushes back all the rehab I might have to do at the end of training or the cooling down I might have to do. Yeah. And therefore, I can't hang out with you later. So it's, yeah, it's, it's that uncertainty that I think athletes kind of understand. And hopefully, Nora as well, maybe you, you can kind of be more enlightened to that as you go down or follow that career of dating an athlete. What is, oh, so you were going to say? I was going to say, like, in order, like, for, I feel like if somebody, like, a non-athlete wants to date an athlete, like, coming into that life, they kind of just, like, need to understand what their person or significant other, like, needs to, like, get done or, like, work on, whatever, and they need to be understanding. So, like, a good relationship, you're not really going to have to explain to your significant mm. other, like, what you got to do. Like, your significant other's so, like not supposed to but is there to support you and grow with you and like help you like you know grow and succeed and be better at what you're doing and like respect that you're busy and have practice whatever you know so I just like think like it depends on the person you choose to build a relationship with I guess kind of opening a, a question out to the floor then have you guys been in situations where your other half hasn't appreciated the business that you have or you've perhaps not appreciated the business that the other half has I think one of the things that, like, I think at least us as athletes have felt was, like, some sense of guilt, like, not being able to have time for your, like, your partner and stuff, and, like, it's not as if you're doing it, like, on purpose, and, I, like, you know that, like, in the back of your mind, like, I know she wants to, like, to hang out or, like, cuddle and stuff like that, but, like, I gotta wake up at five, and I gotta do all these other P's and Q's, and there's like literally no time so I guess like do you guys ever feel like that guilt and like how do you like manage that or go through it you know or communicate that to your partner like hey I'm not trying to be like a jerk but like I actually have stuff to do yeah I think it basically all comes down to like communication and like you guys understanding like the styles and how you guys can communicate and how you guys are to each other um I don't know I feel like 
sometimes I feel guilty too most times like because I'm like not today like I had a bad day like practice didn't go right rehab didn't go right I'm just like I really don't want to talk about it type thing but then like I feel like having an athlete as like a significant other like they might be able to understand that a bit more than like a non-athlete sometimes I don't know Nora like I don't know like do you kind of feel the same way or do you feel like I can relate still I don't say I can understand I mean you know because I did sports before you know like I came to UW and then I saw when I came to UW so I like I feel like I I understand you know like what happens and like in those moments and how somebody can feel for me I just like we we like really had to sit down and talk about it and talk mm -hmm. about all these like points because I feel like it's important if you're like trying to take a rela relationship seriously mm -hmm. so like we really sat down for like and we talked about it like you know he said what he has to say I said what I have to say like about my time and about mm -hmm. how busy I am and we just like have an understanding of like how it's gonna be and you know when he needs time or like something like Communication is very important in a relationship. Yeah. So if you need space, if you need time, just say that. And I feel like that's the biggest thing. With us, we have like really good communication. So I think that's the important part about like dating, you know, athlete, not athlete, like just communication. Yeah. It's kind of like just, you know, I guess within speech marks, it's getting it. You know what I mean by that? It's, you know, understanding that your other half understands or gets what you're yeah. going through, yeah. you know, that struggle of, it's game day, I need to lock in now. Yeah. I've just had a bad day at training, I actually just want to lock myself from my room. Yeah. It's, it's, it's getting those understandings around it. I wanted to kind of progress a little bit more with the podcast and take us into the kind of topic of expectations around relationships. The first one is the expectations expectations athletes put on non-athletes. What do you think some of those are for Nora and Eddie? What do you put on some of your, or Eddie, what do you put on your non-athletic girlfriend about games and stuff? I don't, I don't, I don't put any expectations okay. on it. I don't want to, you know, place her into like a box mm -hmm. and like basically dictate what she does because she's her own person. The only thing I ask, honestly, is just like understanding, you know, just understand like the things that I have to do and the things that in the places I want to go requires so much time and effort into like my craft. And although like I want to be in this relationship, like there's some things that like I have to like sacrifice in a relationship in order to get to that place and yeah. I just need her to understand like always like hey like you know I'm not trying to like disrespect you or anything like that but like things have to be done yeah. because you know I can't be like a provider and like ultimately like as a dad right I can't be a provider if I don't have like a job you know what I mean mm -hmm. so that's kind of what I asked for just like understanding that like hey I'm gonna be busy a lot but like at the end of the day I'm just doing this for like the future so Nia, do you want to add anything onto that um i don't know i think like personally for me i think that human beings like need to like dedicate like their purpose i think that purpose is like number one because like that fulfills you so i would even say that as like a non-athlete or like a regular person like i feel like your thing should come first like and i should i don't know that's just like my expectation i think like you should come first then it should be like me, I think. But mm. I don't know. That's just how I work. So. Well, I think that's I think that's fair because like for the most part, all of us are like twenty two, mm. and yeah. like we don't none of us have our jobs yeah. or no, no kids. <laughs> like yeah. like the sky is really the limit for all yeah. of us. So like why not like go at, like 
go for gold yeah. or like yeah. go as hard as you can at like whatever you're trying to get at because at the end of the day like you're I mean we're all going to be like parents one day but yeah. like we don't have to be like searching and scratching for it like right now you yeah. know it's, we, we have time you know yeah. Yeah. nor do you feel like there's any expectations put on you I mean now looking at specifically you know I really want you at this game for example or I want you at my tennis match or to come to the track meet do you, feel, do you ever feel those expectations and do they sometimes clash with commitments you have within your life and how do you kind of combat that or get around it? He, it's never, he doesn't like place expectations or anything. If I want to show up, it's like, cause I want to be supportive, but you know, like he's very understanding, like, oh, I have cl- late classes, like for example, six to 7.50 like PM, you know, he's very understanding, like takes me there. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's no expectations. We both like support each other. And like we don't put pressure on each other because like we understand that we're both like tired and we have so much stuff to do. So I don't think there's any expectations placed. It's just all ca- like all care of and like you know of each other. If that makes sense. So I guess it's kind of I mean like any relationship we see it as a as a fifty fifty thing. Yeah. Sometimes that fifty fifty might switch depending on the times that, or the things that we have, the engagements that we have in our lives but we always try to come back and root ourselves within that 50-50. Do you think that there's, or do you think like when you're dating an athlete or when you're dating a non-athlete for all of us in the room, just like, is there like a difference in like what you learn from those experiences? And like, if so, like what, what do you think you, or what do you think you're learning from like dating an athlete right now? I honestly, not gonna lie, I like never thought I would date an athlete. I was I was always <laughs> opposed to the idea. I was like always I'm never dating an athlete. I'm why? never talking. Why? Well, yeah, why? Why? Yeah, why? Why? I'm an athlete. Not just Let's love. talk about athletes. It's just like you know so much stuff around. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got to be real with it. You've got to be real. This podcast we're totally unfiltered. We're absolutely unfiltered. We're this is depleted. We're off the field. There's no nothing. Yeah, speak your mind. Speak your mind. <laughs> you know, like I don't even say, you know, just like not trying to be committed to anybody, just trying to have fun and play, play around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. So I, I was not I, I that was never me. So I was mm. like I'm that's never what I'm going to like entertain. But then this happened out of nowhere and it's just like it's so different, but it's like not not a bad difference it's just like very unexpected yeah and like it it taught me it just makes me more disciplined too if that Mm. makes sense because now i like wake up at 5 a.m and like go to the gym you know oh wow I think you need. To, I think you're. I think your man needs to have an influence on me. <laughs> I need to get up at five a.m. I don't think my mornings start like that. Oh, Go I work think, out. Well, to play devil's advocate, <laughs> we love. We love I, to hear I, that. I can, no, understand, I can understand why, like, a person would not want to be committed, especially like depending on your sport. You're literally working all the time, yeah. like over and over, like. I know in like in fell relationships, I felt like it wasn't even fair for me to even be in it because, like, I was I was basically not even seeing this person, and yeah. so, like, I think too many. But like at the same time, it's like being in a relationship, at least for me, is like one of those things where like I know for a fact I'm not just gonna be running out of here like chasing other things if I can just mm-hmm. focus on my like my main goal because of that. Because, like, I feel like there's, like, both sides of the fight. Like, hey, like, yeah, you don't want to be in this, like, situation. But at the same time, like, 
I know my homies are on Tinder and all those other <laughs> things, you know, like, acting crazy, so, I, like, you gotta, so, so, I mean, yeah, that, that's how I think about it. Now, Eddie and I have uh, kind of spoken at length about our upbringing is, is to some extent, relatively African, and there's kind of these boundaries that our, our parents set on us, almost, I see, I, at some point, I also saw them as milestones, my mom was like, you have to be 18 before you have your first girlfriend. 23 before you have your first kiss basically like oh, yeah. she had this it's timeline true. where i was going to get married true. at 45 oh my god you know <laughs> you know i didn't go to any dances until like my senior year of high school i never even went mm -mm. To senior year. and matter of fact i literally had to go home right after what, were, you guys had dances you guys had dances what like, what's that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah i never went to no dance no nothing yeah. my parents both africans so yeah i went into the i went into college with zero game because of my parents <laughs> I grew up in college. I, I used to look so hideous, <laughs> yeah. like it's so bad. And then I left my parents, and I'm a different person. <laughs> yeah. But the the reason why I I asked that expectations question is because, like you said, that the, the kind of the stigma around athletes is when we play the field, we what you know we try to be some village bike, you know. <laughs> That's uh, very inappropriate. We're gonna have to make this explicit now. <laughs> but um, yeah, but no, that that that, that is. Village bike. Village bike is crazy. Yeah, but there's there's, there's 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 I got that from Austin Powers, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shout them out, big them up. But there's there, there is that kind of um, that stigma around them, and so when 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 athletes kind of go through that, as I, I kind of got the sense is that I I'll put my hand up. I was part of it. I'm trying to make myself paint like I'm some angel, but I know I always thought out not that bit. I always thought that because I'm, because athletes see themselves as sometimes the center of the universe. It took me to be injured to understand that that's that's not the case for me to stand on the sideline and watch other people do better than me while I had to learn how to straighten my leg again. And so when you kind of have that mindset of you being at the center of the universe, you think everyone works around you. So when I finish training, I'm going to text my girl. I'm going to text my boyfriend and tell him, hey, let's hang out now because that's when I'm free. Um, and that's why I kind of brought that um, that question about expectations is because some, we just assume sometimes as athletes that our counterpart who isn't a, an athletic person has all that time in the world and Nora really opened my eyes to that and other girls have as well that that's clearly not the case they have their own thing going on and they're doing it to that an equal great or even greater standard to what I'm doing my thing at and it's it's really eye-opening about that and for me it took myself to get injured to understand I'm not at the center of the universe and there's other people who revolve around me who are also elevating me and I'm also learning how to elevate other people at the same time and I think relationships does do that so so very well I see you I see you nodding there do you want to add anything on to that <laughs> um no I agree I think that well I don't know I think as an athlete I it's I never really thought that like I don't know this was just me but like I never thought that like being an athlete was like the thing to do like I don't know I never thought that it was like this big thing to do like I've always like admired like non-athletes I think in a sense because like they have like I don't know just like hobbies like art music like literally anything else and I don't know for me like athletics wasn't really that big of a thing but going back to um I'm sorry, Jamie, what did you say? I, I, just, I, 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 entire, I just waffled. <laughs> my entire train of thought. Yeah. Um, but I guess, look, picking up where you left off a little bit, or where at least maybe where I left off, is, you know, when I was talking about those those levels of, of which sometimes non-athletes achieve, uh -huh. it's they have such great motivation. Like, for example, Nora, you said you're doing pre-med. 
you know, here at the athletics departments, we're so fortunate. We've got our academic advisors, yeah, we've got tutors, yeah. and we've got teachers on top of that, making sure that we do well. Yeah. Whereas a regular, uh, no, a non-athletic person, I'm so bad. I, I say a non-athlete. Non-athletic. <laughs> no, I say non-athlete. Non-athlete. <laughs> yeah. A non-athletic non-athletic person. <laughs> <laughs> a, 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 a narp. Yeah. Wait, what's, what's that a, word? A narp. A narp. Yeah. Yeah, that's not. That's not really new to that. But, but I think like you did. You like you said you did make a great point about just like respecting like basically the art of just not being like an athlete yeah. because I've learned so much just off of like like Nora for example like she's in pre med and I'm in pre med. I know that's not easy because yeah. <laughs> and we've got we've I got a whole ton of support hours yeah. and hours doing yeah. like physics and like Nora's out here working like basically like every day like after yeah. class and you know it's it's kind of different like, as a, as an athlete because it's like you kind of want to do it like <laughs> you know when you're working I don't know how many jobs you do like in college that like you actually want to do like mowing lawn stuff no one wants to mow the lawn in the weekend but. <laughs> So like kind of like that discipline and just like the, the the delayed gratification in that, like like we sp- spoke in the last episode, is like kind of like measurizing because like yeah. here like here you're at this spot where it's like okay like you could be in debt you could you know like like nothing is like legitimately like the bare minimum nothing is promised to you, but you just yeah. gotta go get it and that's yeah. kind of the thing I respect the most about people who aren't student athletes because. Yeah. You know, there's so much stuff for them to do, and they still have that same goal. So yeah. it's actually amazing how like people get to like such lengths when they're not even athletes. So. And especially because athletes are put on this pedestal, like professional athletes as well. You see mm-hmm. the money that they make, the lifestyles that they live, way more often than you see the people who do the pre-med courses, who become the doctorates, who get their doctorates and earn their three-figure salaries and or, and even more. And those aren't people who, who we put on those pedestals, especially people from a minority background. You said know? <laughs> three-figure salary? So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, Six-figure salary. Six-figure Yeah, I just counted the, I counted the wrong amount of zeros. But yeah. Um, but no, but those, those people aren't put on those pedestals and kind of celebrated as much as athletes are. And so athletes choose that route because we think that's the way that's going to immediately make us money. But you, Nora, you have this work ethic where... You don't have the support that we all do with the tutors, the academic advisors, people on, constantly on our backs making us do the work. Mm-hmm. You're doing it off your own back and more and still achieving, you know, equal and greater than some of the things that we do. And so I think, you know, this has really opened our eyes to, like I said, the, the, the life of a, of a non-athlete, a non-student athlete and the pressures that come with it and the expectations and how you manage those kind of things that go on. So I guess, I guess like, you know, to wrap things up, um, say we're all single right now right is there do you think there's going to be like a preference in like the next person you date not to say like you obviously you don't choose who you date and stuff but like you know what i mean don't like say that. i'm just knock, saying knock on wood or something yeah knock on wood okay right? like not single like <laughs> none of us are though yeah i'm just saying i'm just saying okay. like <laughs> if like an athlete approached you like would you like be more open into like engaging with an athlete if we're and then for like me like if an, like a, a narp you know approaches you <laughs> you can't say you, you can't say no audience we like a non-athlete a non-athlete right approach you like would you like be more open like to be with a non-athlete yeah i definitely would i think um like hearing your perspective i think was pretty eye-opening and um i think it's also really cool to just like 
open your perspectives up to like different people and what they like and just their lives and what they do do on a day-to-day basis because we're so used to um like being around other athletes and having like that type of schedule all the time but I think it would be like cool to see someone else's life to be honest so yeah Laura do you want to add on to anything I don't know actually I I don't know because I don't know how this is like a first time thing and it's like only been like so I don't know you know I maybe maybe not in the future or maybe I don't have to I don't know yeah, that, that, well, that's a nice position to be in, but you don't have to. Yeah. You can, you're just happy in the situation you're in, and you can entertain it all the way to the end. Yeah. Well, wrapping up the podcast where we just spoke about relationships, I think we're all in agreement. Our, some of our opinions have changed. Our eyes have definitely been opened. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the perspective we provided from the athlete dating the non-athlete to the non-athlete dating the athlete, mm-hmm. the athlete dating the athlete, all the different types of things that we've got going on right now, has opened, I guess, your eyes to perhaps initial stereotypes or prejudices that you might have against certain certain groups, specifically athletes and non-athletes. And I guess that was the goal of today's episode, to make it free-flowing, everything is just chill. We I didn't even have an itinerary of the stuff we wanted to speak to. We just discussed a few topics beforehand and said we want to touch on this. I encourage Neo, though, to grill me a bit more. So, well, Neo, you, <laughs> you we're going to have to get you back on the episode. We're going to have to get you back on the episode. Just to summarize what coming. Jamie said, you know, if you want to be great dating an athlete, that's uh, that's really what. <laughs> we're oh my yeah. goodness! Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> good night. Just date, date, and athlete. Please, yeah. yeah, we're great, we're awesome. She's yeah. like, please. Yeah, for yeah. real. So guys, that's that's been our little insight to relationships from all perspectives, or as many of them as we could have provided. I look forward to you guys tuning into our next episode. Thank you guys very much for listening to Depleted. <laughs>